I made a double bet with Ken, and you can't make me look uncool in front of Ken. Ken's not cool! He is to me. We are live from multiple states. Yes, with Patrick Canello. <laughs> Musical guest, Mindhead One. And now, your host, Arnold Hoppe. There we go. There you go. And your Whoop. host. The crushing release of death. <laughs> the revived Man. soul of the Pop-Tart we lost in 2023. Oh. Hey, everybody. Oh. It hurts so much. To, to yesterday. Hello, boys to mid for everybody. Start of 2024. background into the show. Uh, Ken was not aware of the death of our Lord and Savior, the Pop-Tart from the Pop-Tart Bowl. And so we had to explain to him. And he just looked at us like, what the hell are you even talking about, you morons? Which, fair. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's the type of thing where it's like, if you try to explain it to someone, there's no way that they would like, they're like, no, you, this is a fever dream you had while you had COVID. And when you were <laughs> slipping in and out of consciousness, you thought that, that Pop-Tart gave its life for us so that we could... That is eat of its flesh and drink that literally blood. is what everyone thought when they were watching it like do we all have covid it's just like this is we've all been in a covid dream we're all gonna wake up simultaneously yeah we'll get to the we'll get to the pop chart yes. amongst many other things ladies and gentlemen we are going to be trying to recap some of the craziness not all of it because there's way too much uh that happened in 2023 uh yeah you get stretched out for this uh we're gonna be covering stuff like barbenheimer we're going to be covering the uh, we call it, I call it the Pratissons, but it is. I mean, we've all kind of loved and known about Chris Pratt. Uh, be, yeah, The Last of Us, uh, and maybe we'll just we'll briefly bring in some other uh, video game adaptations that kind of happened in 2023. Uh, there was the little known Halo movie or Halo show that went under under the radar. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot that even happened. overlooked by that. Uh, What's the best talking? thing you can do? Show Master Chief's face. That makes sense. Right? Did they do the game? What? They did? What they, oh, Jesus Christ, Pat. All right, Ken. That yes. Was my yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, when you have an actor, you got to show his face no matter no matter what the no, mask. No, I, I get that from from the the like the bylaws when they make superhero movies, which I think are wrong. Like I get like a glimpse sometimes, but not like oh, well, in the every at the very at the finale, they have to lose their masks just so you can see them emote because otherwise that you you have to pay them i don't I fucking what gets me is the that. ones who have like they specifically have on defensive armor for a reason like iron man and take it off yeah. in the middle of battle i'm like that's how you get a headshot there's I a mean, reason why you have a mask to begin with some of them are at least a little more or less egregious like in, in the, the first middle iron of man battle movie. though like but he like for the first iron man he uh <laughs> ironmonger rips it off like so there, no, there's that i get there's i'm a, saying when yeah. he voluntarily takes it off to talk to people yeah i'm like you're already but communicating a, via magical ear Bluetooth but they can also like put it on and off like a, with a, a button push like like Chris Pratt can do that with yeah, his I'm, mask. I'm sure all of our military personnel would love to take off their helmets just to talk when in the middle of an yeah. active that active fire zone. situation. You're just like hey, how <laughs> you, you doing? Or you, could, or you could be like like Duke and Cobra Commander in the G.I. Joe movie and just <laughs> hand out bubble gum like here, have some gum. Yeah, we're under fire. 
yep, this is how we do G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. We're also going to be talking about uh, some comics, because uh, that is what we do here. Uh, lots of stuff about comics. Uh, and then we're going to be talking about um, some lesser uh, comic-related things. We're going to talk about uh, the writer strike, or the strikes in general. There were plenty in 2023. Uh, and we're talking about the Madden Web trailer, because it annoyed most of us here. Um, and then, like I said, we're going to round off with the Pop-Tart, and then kind of talk about what we are hoping for, looking forward to in 2024. With that being said, Pat, you want to kick us off with our first topic? Our first topic? At least right. the first thing that comes comes to mind. Okay, well, topic one, we'll start at the top, mostly because it's also award season, so we're all living in it right now, was the Barbenheimer epidemic that swept across the nation. <laughs> epidemic? <laughs> yes. Words are hard right now, so I'm going to call it an epidemic. The Barbenheimer, like the, the wave of excitement and destruction and Works for me. anger that we got from japan for obvious and correct reasons um yeah that that is really glossed over isn't it a little bit a little bit a little bit <laughs> do you want to do you want to adjust that so it just shows the one the one slide and not bury the lead and not give them too much of a hint of what's coming yeah how do you do that again on this i forgot how to get rid of this side panel um there we go <laughs> i love that shrink it <laughs> <laughs> if you go on a slideshow, was a slideshow, Kareem, just slideshow, slideshow. Treat <laughs> this motherfucker right here. There we go. There we go. The problem is I only have one screen on, so now I can't see shit. <laughs> Why do you only have one screen? You have like how many monitors do you have? Why are you not hooked up to a dock and be like, like Iron Man, like just like, I am. Like, Give me a heads second. Up display. Just, <laughs> They make Ray Ban. Do it live. Do it live. Do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Open the other screen. Pat, get I'll talking. write it and wait, we'll wait, do wait. it live. Okay. Wait, right, Pat, then. you only have one screen too. And thing sucks. Uh, no, I have to. Yeah. See, look at why give the keys to the kingdom to the man and I have my he could have set us up. And my big screen and then, you know, there we go. If I need a third screen. I'll figure it out. Not a big deal. Any of those in chat, feel free to to belittle us and chastise us for our inability to have multiple screens go right ahead That's engage fine. with us please do uh, now we're right clicking well, I'm, moving, I'm moving it over moving it over <laughs> this is not well <laughs> see this is why we don't announce the live streams yet this <laughs> is the reason podcasting largely a audio only pro pro program is now being right? sidelined <laughs> yes okay so I, right, let's so, talk about Barbenheimer a little bit Okay, we're talking about them together right, or individually. You were the only one who, who had seen it, right? I've seen Barbie. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Yeah. Ken, go I, ahead. I was just say, despite the the, the decrying of Cream Anderson saying, "Don't at all support this actress." Like you, you can look look hey, at the reels in the whoa, back. I He's didn't like, say that. He, I, I, I mean, look at check the receipts. tape. Check the tape. Okay. I, yeah, you check the tape. I didn't say don't see it. I said I think her. This if this doesn't I think do her well, career is, is over. Yeah. This is career. And I, I also didn't say that. I said people were getting to that point with her. Oh, people were getting to that point. That is that's like yeah, the un, unnamed sources inside in inside the the, the newspapers inside say inside Hollywood. Inside Hollywood say Hollywood enough. Margot Robbie either has Bofo box office or goes bust. <laughs> I love it. Cut print. Check the gate. Curse of being in blockbuster movies. Yes. 
Okay, good. Yeah, I think the movie's already made $250, 300000000 million. Yeah, domestic. it's already so it's, like, it's crushing it. Yeah. I, I just felt like this was like, and I, I don't know if I'm alone in this. Maybe Hollywood was thinking this too. Like, this is the last chance we're going to give her before we just say, you know what? You're like a B-list actress now. She's an attractive white woman. She's she's getting hey, all the chances in chance. the world. I'm like, not arguing that. I'm saying that her <laughs> chances are going to be reduced. It doesn't mean that she's not far exceeding everyone else. And it's and just her her exceptions are coming down. Is all well, it, is is what they now she has to be in real movies. Is the problem? It's like oh, well, she's gonna be. She's done that though. Like she's done real acting roles. Like she's brought some. She's done other roles that have brought. Um, where her her talent had to be at it had to be enough what about uh i Tanya? i thought that was a pretty uh strong player it was you, you know what that that was actually that was pretty good yeah you're right <laughs> so yeah, I, I did eventually see it once it came to HBO Max because of like, hey, cool, it's available. I thought it was actually awesome. It they present it on HBO Max with ASL if needed, which my yes. brother-in-law is deaf, and so I didn't understand. I didn't know that the, it's actually easier for them to like for him to process things with that as opposed to just subtitles. And I'm like, that's a really good presentation. Then that's awesome. I thought that's that was cool. really good. The first time I've seen that, I did find out though that a few other. A few select things do that as well. Um, but this was one of the first big ones to do that, and I thought that was a really cool option. Okay. It was Thoughts? a it was yeah, Thoughts. yeah, it was it was a fine movie. I I definitely wasn't I didn't get in when the hype was there. I definitely came in on the backside of it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like the presentation of like saying like, oh, the toxic toxic masculinity and you know how that that uh, is presented, and I appreciate that. So yeah, an enjoyable movie overall, and yeah. Thumbs up, two I, of them. I, I would like to note that we are, you know, really enjoyed the movie a lot. We are obviously not the most well-equipped people to speak on it and its messaging, I would say. Um, I have um, multiple women in my life that saw it multiple times and were floored by it and loved it to no end. Um, it was really well done. I think, was it the highest grossing movie this year? Yes. I think so, yes, yeah. Yeah. Just beating out another movie we'll talk about in a minute with a, with everyone's favorite actor. Chris Pratt. Who? <laughs> <laughs> the other side of this is Oppenheimer, which, you know, was about creating the bomb. Like, yeah, that's, you you know, story. The greatest, the greatest well, crime in human history. Now, right, here's my question. Here's my question for this. Mm -hmm. Which movie lifted the other? Because I feel like Barbie might have lifted Oppenheimer. I, would I know Christopher Nolan is known for for you know big movies or whatnot, but I don't know if this particular subject matter would have been. No. Okay. No, I didn't I see it in the draw. I I, I can't be. I can't like. I don't want to be that sad. I'm already sad enough. I have. You know, some people have seasonal depression. I have reasonable depression where I look at the world <laughs> around me and I see a reason to be depressed. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Like that's and sad that's not panda. that's not helping. Yeah, it's very sad panda. And so I, mean, I don't know why Barbie's joining him at watching the, the drop. 
it's odd but well it was it was it was basically because there was this confluence of those two movies coming out really what the same weekend uh-huh. was it yeah and it it's weekend. it's it's interesting because in in previous years we've seen stuff where it's like oh we're going to move off this date because we we want to have two weeks of sales which something we're looking forward to next year or this year i guess i should say recently just moved up a week and i'm guessing it's for that same reason because they want to make sure that they have enough lead time to kind of keep the they want to have the the the, the headlines for two weeks and this these are just like no i'm not going to do that why would i do that we're bringing it here comes barbie in her dream car and the mojo dojo and all of its awesomeness well and it was it was smart because the uh, the if you're looking at the overlap in audience it's not going to be nearly as big and then it kind of forced them to overlap because it became a cultural phenomenon like these two weird polar opposite movies are debuting together and it turned out the one that you thought was going to be the popcorn movie it kind of flipped on it from everyone's description Yeah, no, that's it's definitely counter programming to that to that aspect. But then they also didn't anticipate that Barbie was going to be as intelligent as it was, and they're like, "Oh, okay, well, shit, okay, this is it's 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 smarter than they than I think the certain critics anticipated." So they're like, oh, "Okay, it's not exactly counter programming when they're just on the same." I don't know they they're bringing they're both stepping into a thoughtful idea as opposed to just being like, "I'm a Barbie girl." In a Barbie world, you mean it had a message? Yeah, it, it had a message on layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do wonder, and I'm sure we'll get these in like Netflix documentaries in a couple of years, maybe in a few weeks. Netflix puts spits out stuff constantly of the conversations that went on. If like the Christopher Nolan team and I forget who released it, uh, as far as the studio is concerned, who was the one that decided not to budge or to? <clears throat> figure out that this is this is a tailwind that we could use if it was barbie or if it was the other way around like whoever had the date preset because i feel like it might have been nolan's team that was like no we could move up and and capture most of the summer with our movie and we don't think that barbie's gonna do well to begin with i I I mean that that sounds like that sounds like nolan to me but he's pretty full of himself and his stuff like within good reason sorry but yeah, yeah that's that i just i don't think maybe i'm just being a little too positive in all this but i think they probably looked at it yeah we can both live in this space because we're not going to eat each other's lunch this is like i I would have thought so but the problem was uh, well not the problem but i think the reality into becoming was that when you couldn't get into one you went into the other and that's what i that's where i think i think that Mm -hmm. people underestimated barbie because nolan would you know he i mean he could with you know, for reason he could command. Uh, you know, if you have thirteen theaters, I take up five of them with Oppenheimer or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think somehow when Barbie, the marketing up leading up to Barbie was so done so well that instead of saying, "All right, we're going to put Barbie in two theaters," they were like, "We're going to put it on the other the other five that we have." I mean, you know, you know exactly how that happens because they're tracking ticket sales the entire time. They're tracking pre-sales exactly. and they're like, right. okay, we think we're going to end up out. They know about how much money they're going to make before the weekend even happens unless it mm-hmm. poops itself. Well, I will what... say... Yeah, go ahead, Ken. I was going to say, we mentioned, like, is it the biggest movie? <clears throat> the Taylor Swift Airs tour did surpa- surpass them for their opening weekend, it looks like. I'm looking at a post no, here but... saying... Okay, 
Yeah, but that that's uh, gee, that's a force of nature. That that, that right. right. I, I, but I just I just wanted to mention too, like we're we're talking about how people are not properly preparing for for what? I think we lost him. Ben's gone. He talked he, about Taylor Swift. I was that's saying, what the Swifties came that's for him. That's what happens. <laughs> that's what you what you say. Goodbye, Sai Anara. I was this close to talking about the beehive, but uh, I want to keep. Yeah, my, uh... that's not. That's not <laughs> yeah, we're losing people left that. and right. Man, that didn't take long at all. Very good. Just me sitting here tap dancing. Da, 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 da. Who um, knew that our uh, our Venn diagram included Swifties? <laughs> they all they're everywhere you want to be. Like Visa. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to see where 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 the Taylor Swift movie ended up. As far as like overall, how much movie it made globally. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure we have the internet. We could look that up. But, That's what I'm trying to do, right? And I also wanted to know where does because Beyonce did a very similar thing. What a month later, a couple weeks later. I don't. And I felt like hers came in. What's up? Yeah, I thought so. And I felt like hers came and went more so than the Taylor Swift one. Like I'm sure she did well. I'm, I'm sure it did millions of dollars or whatever. But I felt like maybe because Taylor Swift was the first one. I think talk about. just right now is bigger in the zeitgeist. I think she just right at this moment she is. Yeah, but imagine if if, if Beyonce was like, I'm going to do what Taylor, you know, say, you know, I'm going to do the thing Taylor Swift's about to do before she does it. Like they, the idea of hosting concerts at movie theaters. Sorry, Ken. I'm learning to add people to stage. My bad. <laughs> if she said that before Taylor Swift did, and she did it, you know, say relatively earlier, like, you know, she did it in January. That's still something that's un relatively unprecedented like we we get the operas at movie theaters but you don't get you know worldwide concerts in movie form i don't think there's a scenario where in 2023 beyonce's movie outperforms taylor swift's i think no 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 i no i agree with you i'm saying the buzz around it if she had done it first Uh, it's it's still there because like she has a massive Swift like army yeah. of the beehive, so they would have said like, "Hey, this is something we didn't get a chance to buy a thousand dollar Beyonce ticket, so mm-hmm. we're going to go watch it at the theater." Similar to when- the Swifties who either paid for the so- Swift concert or couldn't pay for it and went to the theater to go see it. Go ahead, talk shit on Taylor Swift. Beyonce movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I say when you say Beyonce, oh, nice movie, Beyonce. You gold member, like her. You are going to get us killed. I'm saying now we- you're getting the Michael Myers fans coming out here. You say, I mean, you just keep you keep gunning for people, don't you? Yeah. Oh. All the biggest, all the biggest <laughs> fan bases. <laughs> the smalls are killing us. We know, we know, we know the uh, hierarchy, right? It is Taylor, Beyonce, Michael Myers. Yep. <laughs> the the, the Holy Trinity. Everybody knows that. From Hollywood. Seventeen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not because that movie. Every one of Michael Myers, char- Mike Myers' characters has a medium following, but combined. The following expands. No, I think it's the same overlap. media. I, I was going to say, nope. it's literally just the same circle. A single circle. bit of overlap. You like Shrek, <laughs> you don't like Austin Powers. If you don't like Austin Powers, you like the love guru. Then the rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the love guru. God. So right, that's the audience we've been to pull this entire time. What was Eddie Murphy's uh, guru, guru movie called? That reminds me what of that. What was that called? Was it just the oh. guru? No, was, I don't even think it had anything to do with the guru in the title. It was like something else, like uh, the holy man or something like that. Oh, oh maybe. Yeah, right. 
Is that what it's called? I thought it was something like that. Yeah, it's Holy Man. Okay. Yeah. 1998. 1998. Jesus Jeff Man, we're aging ourselves. Wow. We were talking about Taylor Swift to Holy Man, 1998. Let's move on. We need to move on. I mean, mean, we might come back to Eddie. I'm just saying, but go on. I think you're right. Uh, Also, um, I don't know. I think Killian Killian Murphy won something at the Golden Globes, if I'm not mistaken. I think he won Best Actor in uh, Drama, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, and I I felt like it's actually been kind of overdue for... He's he's had bit player roles, but I do think that you know I think I, I think I've always liked him as an actor, just put it that way. And in any most of the roles he's been in, I've like, oh, he's done really well. And I'm looking no, forward he, to which you know he didn't we'll, we'll because um, Bradley Cooper won. Bradley Cooper won for what? At the Golden Globes this year. Yes, he won an award. I remember him getting on stage talking. He was talking about like. He talked about his daughter. He talked to some other stuff. He won an award for something. I don't know. Okay, maybe it was one of the other. I mean, they're 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 all happening right now. Is it Golden? Yeah, the Golden Globes are the first ones, right? Oh, he did win. Yeah, he did win. Bradley Cooper did not win that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forget My what bad. show Bradley Cooper was in. Suck make it, shit up. <laughs> Get out of here. I've seen a lot of the ads for Maestro in my. Oh yeah, yeah. In my, you just, uh, you just want the nose, don't you? Yeah, I mean, Big it's just all up. like. It's just the, the all the acting is done by the fake nose. I don't know what to tell you, man. Just that's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Well, I mean, at least it's a prosthetic and not CGI. That's fair. Yet. It's an AI. Speaking of CGI. Movies. Chris Pratt is just assimilating all movie work until he is every part of every film and nothing else exists but Chris Pratt talking to Chris Pratt about Chris Pratt. Basically. Oh, God. He, and and then we'll and then we'll role. never again do uh beat the oh god now i can't think of the thing the where two ladies have to talk to each other about things that aren't aren't a dude the the test we'll never pass it because it'll always be chris pratt talking to chris pratt in the 1980s cartoonist allison bechtel observed a frustrating trend in pop culture most films only had a single female character and when there were multiple women in a film their storylines almost always revolved around men just call him. Say hello. He's in my book club. Why is there a woman in this picture? It's his wife. This realization inspired her to create a comic called The Rule. I only go to a movie if it satisfies three basic requirements. One, it has to have at least two women in it. Who two, talk to each other. About three, something besides a man. These requirements form the foundation of the Bechdel test, which has become a tool used to call attention to gender inequality in pop culture. For example, this scene fails the Bechdel test. Who's Alan's friend? Hugh. He's a bit of a cad, actually. So my type, then. While this scene passes it. And you have no style or sense of fashion. Well, um, I think that depends on what you're... No, no. That wasn't a question. Oh, then it'll yeah, be the Chris, it'll it'll be the Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt test. Yeah, what if it's a Chris Pratt female voice? It's where he's just like, it's me, Princess Peach. There you go. I exactly. Love that, Mario. Bingo. Oh, but I talked I talked about Mario though. So, so and see, it's just it's what? so tough. It's me, Princess Peach. Fuck Toad. There you go. Is that better? <laughs> now, did any of you actually watch the movie? Yeah. I I loved all of the artwork. The movie itself I is lacking. Yeah, I didn't mind the design. It was it was pretty kind of evergreen, kind of not. 
it was a new i mean to a certain degree it is a new take on mario and the rest of the crew so like it is a new kind of evergreen like this is our take on it it's fine i didn't i wasn't upset by it i think i even talked about how illumination did this and then we also have the trailer for uh duck hunt the movie called migration <laughs> and so there's that yeah. uh it's fine i of it's i think the weirdest thing is that we got this and then we got word that we're gonna get a live action zelda movie which i'm like i i don't need a live you can give me more cg if it's if it's better done like i just this feels so like there's no heart there's no like oh i've got i've got a story to tell what's the story a guy does a thing. I don't fucking About care. A plumber that saves a kingdom. Jack mean... Black's gonna sing. Mario, Luigi, and a donkey come to A thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you. Princess Peach at the end of the line. I'll make you mine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I will. Yeah, Jack Black. That 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 was the that's the pinnacle of this movie. That's that's the that's the takeaway. Is that everyone? I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I mean, I know how much you don't like him, but I actually thought Seth Rogen was really good in this movie. He he gave Donkey Kong personality that I I I hadn't been expecting. Okay, that was was my my impression. I guess that's fine. Was that wait? Was that personality just Seth? Rogan? <laughs> yeah, was it just Seth Rogan? No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has iconic laugh or whatever, but he was kind of this uh... bold of you to call it iconic. <laughs> I mean, when you hear, you know who that is. Yeah, uh, you get iconic. I and mean, he kind of plays this, you know, sort of frat boyish, but in uh, what? Uh, entitled version of Donkey Kong. Because there's there's Donkey Kong's dad who is the king, and he kind of believes he's just going to naturally inherit the throne, and ends up losing to Mario in this battle, whatever. So, and that play that that continues that also plays out in some other things, and why he kind of partners with Mario uh, eventually as well. So there was again more added layer than just like I'm an angry gorilla throwing stuff. I that's what I thought. Out out of all the things in there, I wasn't a big fan of uh, uh, what's his name from uh, It's Always Sunny Day. Yeah, they kind of. I I I felt like he could have done more, but they kind of stashed him away in the movie. Yeah, I don't think gave him anything to do. I think that like like a lot of people came out of this saying like, "Well, I'd like to see a Luigi's Mansion movie where it's like him being a Ghostbuster." That would have been awesome. Yeah, and it's like, but no. Why would we? Why would we? uh, It this movie just feels so kind of like we made a movie. Like, just give us the money. Like, just I don't know. It didn't feel like there was any. Like, I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care about any of the characters. I wasn't engaged. Also, but on that note too, I'm likely not that the demographic they're aiming for anymore. Like they, the, my my, ta- my time with Mario <laughs> was back with John Leguizamo, and you know what? I I laughed. I cried. I See, enjoyed. I disagree though. I feel like you are the target audience for this. I I absolutely not. No, I'm I'm it's, definitely not. No, you you may not like it, but I do believe you're the target audience. Well, then they missed the target because I didn't like it. So I, I, I'm giving enough. them the benefit of the doubt that, that I was not the target. And that's why I didn't like well, it. Because I'm trying like, to think of like, are you buying Mario games? Are you buying toys? That is the target audience. I, I'm, uh, am I buying toys? Absolutely. You buying Mario toys? No. You are you buying up. Mario games? 
Uh, we actually well, no, nothing new. Yeah. We have Mario Kart Eight from like and four look at our lead image when that came in. And they made yeah, sure eight, to include. They made sure to include. I don't know, seven and a half, eight minutes of Mario Kart racing of in Kart this racing? movie yeah, absolutely. for this specific reason. Yeah. And like, and we also have Mario Party that we play and, whenever. And Luigi's Mansion, wasn't that like, what was that, 2000? They've had a couple iterations. Early so. 2000s. But, you right. know, Nintendo loves to remake a game more than anything else. So I'm just saying, like, again, I, I agree that they missed the mark with you, but I do believe you're the target. Because I don't know, I mean, how many younger audience members are this super nostalgic about mario they're not they're not nostalgic this is this is some of them have just played a little bit of the games and this is their first like intro to a story behind mario aside from him spraying water for mario sponge sunshine or him we, playing mario or Kart. let's let's back off on mario sunshine that's also like 20 years ago <laughs> uh, mario would be like mario Wonder. Odyssey. it's mario. him throwing him throwing his cap on other people that's which is fine like that's again i'm not the target demo i think that it is geared towards kids because it is a bit of an evergreen thing of just like there's always going to be new kids to pick up to be like and and also but i also, like, but i but i, I can but trust I'm, you with mario it's fine and the reason why i disagree is because the stuff that they do in the movie isn't from newer games like things no, but kids... it's, the, it's the dreamworks model yeah what it's illumination like, it's it's pretty it's for kids but there's a bunch of like no, that's what no, again. That's what I'm disagreeing. Like, I feel like just like the What If Marvel series, just because it's animated doesn't mean it's for kids. And I think just because this we're is not saying thing, that we didn't say that you're inferring that. But you're saying it looks pretty based on the animation, and I'm saying based on the the animation isn't the draw for kids. The subject, the stuff that's happening in the game or in the movie, are all things that harken back to older games for older people. Like they didn't add new elements from new games in this in this particular I'm, movie. I'm gonna they contradict don't... myself here because I'm just thinking about it more. Probably a lot of kids have played the older Mario games because Nintendo re-releases them every 20 minutes. Like, oh okay. you like Mario and Brothers? The... Here it is again. Okay. It's time to the colors. And the kids have played the other other iterations of Mario Kart. It's been around for so long because so kids of many different generations have played a version of Mario Kart. So <laughs> It's saying it's like, oh, this isn't a recent game. It's like, I mean, the most recent iteration is still Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And Mario Kart 8 was on the Wii as well as Wii as well U. as the Switch now. Wii U. The, and the, oh, Wii U. Okay. And, so, you know, like, that's that's well, a pretty Wii long U, the Wii U generations. What is that? I played Mario Kart generations. Like 15 years old. That's how that works. I guess. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> like, if they put a Dr. Mario reference in here, then we'd all know, like, oh, no, they had a, they had a plan. Like, they haven't touched Dr. Mario in years, so nobody's touched Dr. That's Mario. Part two. I mean, that's yeah, exactly. Well, it's because Dr. Mario's really sad about it. I was hoping one of his family members was gonna be a doctor. Like, like one of like one of the cousins. There's a scene where you get like the cousins and the family together. Oh, yeah, that's your cousin. He's he's a doctor. Like, because you've got Luigi Mario and Mario Mario. <laughs> God, me. It's not not great. No. Well, and, again, and, and enthusiastic, unenthusiastic was just kind of like, I, I okay, I don't know. Like, oh god, I just thought of another key point in this year that is a tie to that in a little bit, but I think it's, it's well off topic and very sad. So let's just keep. Oh going. no, sadder than this. Ah, yeah, sadder than this. Oh wow, I keep hearing <laughs> so this. For, for those that are listening, Chris Pratt will be playing Shadow Sonic's Frenemy in Sonic Three. Clone. I've heard, yeah, uh. Rival, of Idris Elba, right? 
Yeah, well, up at his, yeah, Idris El- Idris Elba is the is Idris Knuckles. Elba. Idris yeah. Elba is is uh, Knuckles. But yeah, he but also uh, in the this because we're now we're looking to the future a little bit. He'll also be playing Garfield, which really kicks me in the pants because I love Garfield. I I love yeah. uh, Lorenzo Music Garfield. That's my Garfield. I am of an age where it's like if we want to talk about like you know be, being a specific age. Lorenzo music will always be Garfield to me. I hate mornings. I like them better if they started later. Rats. My owner must still be lolling around in bed. It's hard to find good help these days. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another fun-filled day with your favorite pet. Locked in. Like, there's been other people after, like, and people who do a decent job, I'll say, but no one touches Lorenzo music. And like yeah. I'll have to send a clip to you to drop in here for the for the the premium version on our Patreon. Didn't like, Bill Murray do it once <clears throat> in the live action? Bill Murray did it that. twice. Twice he did it because there's the the weird uh, circular thing of Lorenzo Music voices Garfield, and then he voices uh, Peter Venkman, who's also voiced by Bill Murray, who's also voices Garfield, and that's the whole thing. And then at yeah, one point, at apparently, sense. Bill Murray complained about lorenzo music's version says that that sounds nothing like me and so they cut lorenzo music and they brought in dave coulier who did a bill murray impression impersonation and he was fine with it but they, they, that, cut, I, I, him <clears throat> they cut him out yes but that's not on that's not it's on dave not coulier Canadian. he no no let's let's be clear he said that they when he when he was brought on that he heard that lorenzo had passed on the job so he wasn't like trying to be a scab it's oh no like i didn't the, say that. i still yeah. i I know. I'm just putting that out there. The will of, of Bill Murray is what I'm saying. What, uh, more I'm yeah. upset with. That's he actually that, that's come from Morris set because of that, right? Because he had to move to go. Yeah, he, he found out about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the executives lied to him. There's like guys yeah. who keep animation were like, "Hey guys, deal with it." And you're like, "You don't understand you? this, babe. I got the gig of a lifetime here." <laughs> Peter Bankman. The checks be rolling in. You ought to know. You didn't know. You did not, and that was that was the <laughs> problem. Right. I'm tired of looking at Chris Pratt. Can we please move on? All right. <clears throat> Go into our next subject, which is The Last of Us, uh, which made, I don't know, uh, it solidified, uh, what is this actor's name? I'm forgetting his name again. Pedro Pascal's uh, as, as protecting the, little kids. Yeah, the perennial dad uh, figure in every movie. Yeah, for for at least this generation, he is the, he is the go to dad. Like, you know, some people may have had Mr. Mom, a Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. That was, Michael Keaton, but that was only that yeah. was only in the one movie, though. I mean, he is also in Gung Ho, and like he was in other things too. There's a time where you may have th- saw a father figure as Michael Keaton. Dream okay. Two. There you go. But I mean, now we like you think of like we we okay we need a dad for this role. I've got the guy, and you're not going to be upset about it like you are with Chris Pratt because he's actually putting in the effort and putting in some work. Well, he's a different dad in each one, which is awesome. He's not just the dad that is Pedro Pascal in everything. Fair enough, it, but it, it's mean, still with that. It's just a, it's hey, still it's just, just, Pedro. just think of his father, his fatherly uh, acting in this versus what he did in Wonder Woman eighty. Oh God! Yeah, eighty-eight. I mean, 88. the best part of Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty-four. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I will. I, I will go to bat. Yeah. 
I will go to bat for him in that movie. He just chewed no. everything up, and I loved every minute. I, I, I I'm not. I, I liked him in that movie. I'm saying, just think of because he was a father in that movie. Yeah. Just think how how far he's come between yeah. that and that movie. Do you as think Chris as... Pratt's going to do a good job when they recast him as Chris Pratt? <laughs> well, when they recast Pedro's oh. roles to Chris, of Pratt, course, he can do a good job. Yeah, he's going to be the legendary Chris Pratt. This is the reason why they hired him and fired Pedro Pascal. You know. He's going to do like, for his britches. He's like, this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound bite. That's the title of the episode. This is That's the way. it. That's it. With the shrug. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Oh, his father-in-law so disappointed in him. <laughs> is he, though? I mean, the guy's raking in millions. I, yeah, he's like, he's like, I've got a new Netflix show. It's called Fuba. You can be in season two. You could be my son. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, God. Perfect. He's going to be Conan at some point, isn't he? Oh, shit. Oh, uh, my God. If he if he isn't already, yeah. If that if this isn't something that's already It'll be the new Conan. It'll be great. See the lamentations of the women. Which I feel the bad because his, his, his son is already a better actor. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Wait, but we have another Schwarzenegger son, though, out there doing stuff. Yeah, so I'm saying he's already a better actor. It wasn't supposed to happen like this. Hey. No! I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I love you. I love you too. I mean, well, you know, just the little I saw uh, on that show, he was he was better. My problem isn't. I mean, yes, my problem is with his acting, but it's also the volume that we keep getting. Like, if we got it a little less frequently, maybe I could appreciate some of the performances better. But you mean of Pratt? at least of Pratt, yeah. Like when we first got him as Star Lord, I'm okay. Like, all right, cool. Like this is this is Star Lord. I'm happy that we're getting this iteration. It's fine. But it's just like well, here's another here's like another scoop and another scoop. Like okay, he is not uh, he is not the the underlying theme of all these movies. Like give me something, give me something with some character. Like I want not just that. That's the biggest problem from Mario to Garfield to all these other roles is that it's it's just becoming this homogenized bleh of of a performance. Like I want something with it's case in point. I, I was watching Transformers because they did new iterations of it. And there's some that are out there that are just like, that's not a good take on this character. And then they'll have one character. It's like, Oh no, this character decided to bring in an accent and act infuse something to the character. And you're just not getting that with the Pratt stuff. It's just, it's just so like, it's just more Pratt. kind of similar to what we're dealing with. Um, Seth Rogen. It's just like, it's still just Seth Rogen doing Seth Rogen, which if that's what the role calls for, that's fine. But it's like, if you're giving it to me every single day, it doesn't feel unique or interesting. Yeah, and I disagree with that. That's where my, that's where my part feels about the whole Chris Pratt. Like, is he a bad actor? Depending on the role? No. <sighs> Depending on the role? No. But then again, maybe that's the thing is like, it's very much the, it's the problem we have uh, the things we have with some actors like Michael Sarah and Harrison Ford. 
when Michael Sarah is on screen, he is playing Michael Sarah, and it's just Michael Sarah. And I don't enjoy it most times. But when Harrison Ford does the exact same thing, I fucking love it because it's Harrison Ford and he's he's Deckard. It's Indiana Jones. He's too old for Indiana Jones now. Let's stop those. But he's still like he's still those characters. And he's just playing himself, and I enjoy that. Like he's still Han Solo, and like I'm here for that. So I I I don't need if if you're playing that character and I enjoy it. I don't necessarily need you to give me 13 different shades of the same of you, but I, that's, that's where my, well, my umbrage comes from. I would and say, I don't, well, and we're talking about this during, uh, I'm sorry. I would say we're talking about this over the last of us. And I still think that with Pedro Pascal, we are seeing different, sh different shades. Like we do see a difference between this character versus Mando Dinges Jaren, and also with his SNL character of his of the Latin mother. Like those are all fun takes that I'm enjoying. And yeah, I feel I feel like there's more range in this actor than with the other actor. But I can still enjoy just that one flavor when he does it. I'm gonna let Pat go. Go, you're gonna say something, and then I'll go in after. I was going to talk some more shit on Chris uh, Chris Pratt, but um, it was mostly. I just feel like the biggest problem for him is that his natural charisma that he has, I think comes through more through in comedy. I think I like parks and rec and things like that. And then they made him into an action star. And it's just kind of like, he's very pretty wooden in that. And I think it's kind of, I think what Hollywood's been looking for, for a long time. I think of Sam Worthington and um, God, who's the guy that um, from suicide squad that play the, not the Colonel played captain boomerang jack flag no yeah yeah the guy that played captain boomerang and the other guy that played the straight man like they oh, both jai, jai courtney yeah jai courtney and like yeah. where you're like oh that character is just that 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 actor is just that actor but over there well, they kept putting him in movies like you're the next actor star chris pratt's like yeah okay you work because you had a fan base coming in so we can use you yeah they finally found like oh we finally found our jai courtney character who will be like let's be honest can you see him being the new john connor uh, yeah. Like maybe not 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 saying his performance is there, but I can see Hollywood casting him as the next John Connor. Now, I'm gonna do something crazy and yeah. not really defend, but give a backhanded compliment to Chris Pratt. Um, I do believe that everything you guys said was accurate as far as him having a fan base and kind of Hollywood just being lazy as for, for the most part by just picking him. But I also feel like a lot of the projects he's picked, maybe for you know whatever reason, managers are just wanting a cash grab. Have not been good for him. I think he's actually a really good actor. And when having watched that last Guardians movie, I think he puts a lot into that. He rounds out that character story arc very well from where you for where you see he starts off at to what he goes through in the Marvel universe to to what he ends that movie with. And that was a very compelling story that was given to him and for him to act through. And I like I said, I think if given one, I think he can do a very good job. I just think. The Jurassic Park series in general was very bad. It was bad for Bryce Dallas Howard. It was bad for it was bad for anybody. It was bad for them to come back. The the <clears throat> the uh, the uh, the old the old people the OG characters they shouldn't have came back for that. Like that was just a poorly written trilogy, in my opinion. Uh, he did the uh, that weird Tomorrow movie or whatever the Alien one. Uh, uh, Netflix one where he's Amazon no, Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> What something something tomorrow war tomorrow tomorrow's wake war, up whatever. yeah the tomorrow war <laughs> the tomorrow war you, you were about to say live die repeat but that's a different movie <laughs> exactly you're right it's a better movie more uh, but he he wasn't half bad in that um, but I also think so okay yeah the, the, 
But the Mario stuff, like this tomorrow Mario movie War. in general, yeah, tomorrow. War. The Mario <laughs> movie wasn't very it wasn't written very well. Like there was like to your point, Ken, that there wasn't much substance as far as the character himself. Like you got a brief hint of it when he gets in a fight with that bully or whatever from the restaurant. But beyond that, you don't get any anything from Mario that you did with the John Lake Wazama one. You kind of knew that they were a financially dire straits kind of situation that you know they had this kind of relationship between brothers that was there like the only thing that you kind of got from this animated version was that he likes to defend his younger brother and then as soon as they get into the uh universe his younger brother's taken from him so i'm like you don't even get that like he's uh, he says he's got to go save him but the idea of like let me protect him is taken from him immediately as soon as they get through the tunnel so i'm like the one aspect that could go ahead sorry no please i'm i'm just no, I'm saying the one aspect that could have made the, the movie even better, you know, despite his very bland and non-offensive Italian accent, which, you know, for whatever reason, that's what they chose to do. There was just not enough story there. And I think we could have overlooked his voice casting if there was story there. Like if you could have been like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Like I wasn't particularly fond of his voice, but that movie was good. That character, Mario, that version of Mario was good. It wasn't. So he's picking projects, I think, and they're ending up not being good. And so that's also making us me you know other people second guess his ability to act and i i think he's a good actor i just he's picking too many projects uh, hollywood's giving him too many uh, opportunities so to speak and they're not they're turning out to not be very good yeah. he's on the margot robbie train if you if you know what i mean i was gonna i was about to say that also i still feel bad that we're talking about i'm still talking about pratt over the <laughs> oh, it's a great a great pedro Pes, uh, pascal segment it's great um, okay but on, which, so, go ahead I was gonna say on on the note of like projects where it's like he's he's going he's going back to, he's getting cast too often with another movie if you look back at the at the Lego movie that's another movie where you're like oh I don't I don't expect anything from this because it's the Lego movie and yet uh, Miller and Lord knocked that movie out of the park and his role is great in it and given he's he's like it's more of an ensemble movie at times because you do have other actors in there like doing some lifting. But it is a lot more. It's it. They gave okay. him more to do. What? I don't think he's ever had an original thought. That's not true. Introducing the double decker couch, so everyone could watch TV together and be buddies. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Let me handle this. That idea is just the worst. And I think that that's where, like, it's like if stop taking so many jobs and take the jobs that give you something to perform with. And I didn't. I don't think Mario gave him a chance to really stretch any muscles. And, so, yeah, I guess my question then in the counterpoint in this would be, is the issue he's now being cast in things that we have an emotional attachment to already? Like the Lego movie, he was just a character. It didn't, didn't matter. But these like Mario, we grew up with, it means something. Garfield, we grew up with, it means something. And we have a certain version of Mario and Garfield and those characters in our head. And he is definitely not going to be playing that version. No, I mean, like you, like I was saying earlier, I don't think it necessarily would have. Yeah, the Mario accent is offensive. I mean, th there's no way we could really get around that. So him choosing not to have that, even though it's iconic for us, doesn't. I don't. I don't think is negating the fact that it could have been a good movie had it been written better. I, I don't think it. I didn't go in saying like it has to be this accent and it has to be this type of movie. And when I came out of it, I was like, this wasn't a good movie. Yeah, I'm I am I'm with Cream on this one where it's like I feel yes, it okay. is there is maybe some ex ex existing attachments. And so I am gonna have a certain bar that they need to clear, 
but I also don't think that they're they're really trying to clear the bar. Like the idea of like this is a Garfield movie about him meeting his father, Samuel Jackson. Like I okay, I guess. I I don't I, I don't know where or why I'm I'm like going back, you can watch the Christmas special for Garfield, and it's just about him experiencing Christmas with John's family and stuff like that. And it's it's touching, and it's like it's just a car. It's this is Garfield we're talking about. Like there shouldn't be, I shouldn't have like oh wow this is hitting me in some feels. I'm like it's just Garfield. It's just the why cat gotta, who eats lasagna. Why, why you gotta make me sad? Why you gotta do that? I that's why my thing is like they sad now. Oh. they they put in the effort, and it didn't feel like the Mario movie put in the put in the effort or put in the work or both. This was a great segment on The Last of Us. Well, just yes. we, we'll briefly cover this and then wrap it up. But did you guys you guys watch the show, right? Either one of you or no? Yeah, enough of it. Every week. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a good adaptation uh, for what they for what they went for, for what they displayed, for what the budget was, and for what their casting is. I thought they they nailed 95 percent of it, uh, and everyone was really fond of the what the clickers or what they're called or whatnot um yeah the clickers they did you know great costume work and makeup for that stuff i actually liked ellie grew on me she she she, she was a different take from lady mormont <laughs> yeah she's a different take from what you get in the game but uh i actually ended up enjoying that uh, and her interactions with uh, pedro were great they felt genuine i don't know how how long they worked together before they started filming but they definitely felt genuine going throughout the the show. I look forward to how season many two. more seasons can they do? They can drag out. Well, they they chewed they, they chewed a lot up chewed a lot up. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's interesting because they can. They've already casted people from the second game from last the the second game already for this upcoming season. Now I don't know. If that means that they're just going to sprinkle them in while they finish the up, you know, necessarily finish up what happens in the first game uh, in this and saying like, all right, we're going to show you hints of this and then drag it out for maybe, I mean, at, realistically speaking, maybe three seasons. Beyond that, I think you go, you're starting to. Game of Thrones it. Very much so. Very quickly. Like the lost problem. Got a great idea. Run it. Okay. We need six more seasons. Shit. Yeah. I think I mean this is definitely they can get more out of it than they did Watchmen and have you know have have it still be good, but I don't think you get much more out of a, uh, after a third season. The Watchmen was it was so smart. We did a season; it was great. There's no more story we need to tell here. This is fine. We can go. Yeah, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna walk. Now we'll see how long they stay away from that though, because I feel like they're crack addicts. I mean, DC Comics is probably making after the after Watchmen as we speak. <laughs> watching the watchers of the watchmen well who, watching who the watchmen watch is a trade paperback but it's i think it's out of print now okay um and that's then, why i added the third watching yeah were you hey, were you wait so we met up this weekend and we were at the yeah. shop when i got that call about the watchmen i don't know if that was the reason why you made that call back but i was that that was there was a i was at the shop and we we had a customer looking for that trade that's why i know it's so fresh in my head it must be stuck in my head from it so yeah <clears throat> yeah it's all good Looking for Last of Us 2. Uh, oh, and The Offerman. Did you, did you get to that part yet, Pat? Yeah. That, I mean, that's the, the episode that kind of made the whole. His episode was... is what rocketed the show. That that's what I was thinking, Pedro. right? That that was yeah. kind of like, it got buzzed because Pedro Pascal was in it and it was doing well. But I think <laughs> this episode in particular 
kind of was what everyone talked about for a solid yeah. week or week and a half. And I think By he did way, an amazing job. We didn't even talk about, we didn't use this as the bridge, which we desperately should have. The Pedro Pascal episode of uh, Saturday Night Live, where he plays a Last of Us-esque, like uh, dystopian era <laughs> Mario Kart. And he's like, tr like it's that's the crux of it. That was awesome. And I don't know why we didn't have any images and build towards Fair that. Fair enough. You're right. Yeah. What is wrong with us? Oh, we need. Well, we'll have to do it when, when we do a show recap. Yeah. Pedro Pascal's, uh, that's also his is the episode with what's her name from Temecula? What's her name? I can't remember. Temecula? Okay. You mean, uh, what's, what's the character's name? Uh, Lisa from Temecula. That's a Pedro Pascal episode as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is, I was, he, like, that was just, that? I'm just saying it was great episode. Okay. Well, <laughs> first, I thought you're talking about, uh, Last of Us to show, and I was like, "What? Who is that?" Uh. HBO picked the wrong game to do this with. Raves variety. Yeah, this ain't it. It's the New York Times. You eat that poison? It makes me feel big. Okay, I need to feel big. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Chat GPT and everything that's being built on it is going to be the end of all of us. Be very exciting. Can't wait. <laughs> and yeah, so a, that's a wrap. Yeah. If if you if you want to follow Elon Musk, who who thinks who can who confuses uh, large language models with sentient beings, uh, for for someone who's supposed to be so smart, uh, I I don't get these, someone, these scientists. Someone I show mean, him the first not, three seasons of Westworld. Just like have him sit down. Like, see, it's a you did not. It's fine. <laughs> I like that you say the first three seasons as if there was a fourth, and <laughs> there was. There wasn't. We only got three. Did we only get right? three? Right? I thought I we got fourth. Good. Was there a fourth? I thought yeah, it was fourth a fourth one. Oh God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh God, that's right. Because yeah. I, I, I thought we, I knew we were left on like kind of like what's gonna happen next, and I thought that was the fourth one that we never got, but we no, did we get got the fourth it. one. Yeah, we oh, didn't know. That's why there isn't a fifth. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. That's they didn't right. know where they were going. But you know, actually, the first they two should, seasons. Probably they should have pulled a Watchmen. I like the third, but it doesn't work for this. Yeah. I mean, the mean, third does. That's where they fight Neo? Rehoboam. No, that's why where they fight Rehoboam, which oh. is that's that's yeah, so where she that, becomes Neo. It it's it is the, oh, it is the fourth one that he, doesn't make any sense. Elon Musk is going to think he's Neo, though. Yeah, I, think I mean, he already, he already does. Like, yeah. he, it, he's he's like Ooh, two steps away from wearing a black Elon, coat everywhere he goes. Elon, I know you're a big fan. I just need you to know that the <laughs> best thing you can do is upload your consciousness to the internet right now just remove them get rid of the mortal body you don't need it it's stupid yeah. you know, what do you get you eat too much work upload your consciousness and then you can live forever on a small server or possibly on a detachable hard drive that See, way no I, viruses can infect you i feel like you would have had him if he didn't like sex so much he, he loves to make babies hey man you can oh, do man. virtual sex Man, you saw the Matrix. He, Program whoever like, you want oh, there. Smart people should populate the Earth. I, I, that, that's he's one of those guys. But beyond then him, why is then why is he populating the Earth? It's if a that's fair the case. He's again. It's, smart people don't say stupid shit like that. He thinks smart he's one people of the with people. emeralds should populate. Yes. No, yeah. oh my <laughs> god. Go. But yeah, OpenAI uh, was big in 2023. With it, it's it, going it, to go ahead. I have I, a rant, but you go ahead. No, you, you're right. Uh, I. I think it's more pedestrian as far as the destruction it's going to cause. Uh, 
I was hinting at the Elon thing because he was one of the people that signed on this giant letter about, oh, we need to pause development on OpenAI and ChatGPT and these large language models for six months because we need to figure out whether or not they're going to become, you know, uh, artificial intelligence and, and take over the world again without any of the not, science behind. Well, yeah, it's not. I mean, one, it's, it's again, it's a large language model which basically just pulls in information or whatnot, but pour it would all need the data in and. And regurgitated in certain ways. Toxic not, poo out. Yeah, not necessarily the artificial intelligence we were led to believe that would bring about, you know, the Terminator or anything like that. No, but it it feels like artificial intelligence when you interact with it. It's like, oh, you, oh, you, you got all the answers. You, I'm having a conversation with you. This definitely just isn't an algorithm based on multiple answers you received previously across multiple platforms and data you've taken in. Exactly. I, now. <clears throat> I mean, I, I never watched the movie with... Uh, Scarlett Johansson's voice, her. her. I never yeah. watched her. That's my big, good. my yeah, yeah, okay. My busy, biggest exposure, which I didn't even know that it was built on Chat GPT, but was just seeing <laughs> images as they started to roll out, and then figure out, finding out like, oh no, these are these are all just used to farm out off of existing artists' work. So it's all just built on stolen work and no credit, no money, no compensation. It's just going to the programmers and to the hacks, and not any one of of oh. talent. Yeah, that's yes. right. I said it. I mean, I, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, there's, there's so much to unpack there. And I, I, it's, it's something that's like the genie can't be put back in the bottle, but that's not, so not an excuse to keep going with it. And so, and look at this punchable face here. Like, I, I oh, very much so. Not since the, <laughs> the, the pharma bro have I seen one that's more, that's in the same like realm of like, God, he just needs to be put, put into a wood chipper face first. Or no, whose face are we looking at? Yes, that's right, because Ken won't <laughs> stop punching it. Uh, we're, we're looking at Sam Altman. He, he is the now current CEO. He was a co-founder of OpenAI. Two-time uh, CEO. Two-time CEO, yeah. Uh, back in late November, early November or whatnot, uh, he went, he went away for the weekend and was ousted. Kramer, I've been reviewing your work. Quite frankly, it stinks. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I've been having trouble at home, and, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'll work harder, nights, weekends, whatever it takes. No, no, I don't think that's going to do it. Uh, these reports you handed in, it's almost as if you have no business training at all. <laughs> I don't know what this is supposed to be. Well, I'm, uh, trying to get ahead. Well, I'm sorry. There's just no way that we could keep you on. I don't even really work here. <laughs> In a coup, basically. Uh, part of, and then I think over the span of 40, 72 hours, he went from being uh, let go from the company to regaining his position and firing everyone who held the coup. All because, you know, and again, these are all rumors, speculations of, about what happened in the meeting, but a lot of people have opened to the, uh, close to the matter, we're saying that because of its uh, nonprofit-esque nature, uh, a lot of the scientists, researchers, or whatnot felt that he was doing or making deals behind their back for the for-profit section of the business, more so than the nonprofit was getting uh, attention. So they didn't like it. They got enough votes to kick him out. Uh, Microsoft, which is a huge partner in OpenAI, uh, put about $10.5 billion into him. Came back and was like, all right, well, if you let him go, we're going to hire him immediately. 
And because I guess he's like well liked in the company, 500 of the 700 employees were like, hey, if he goes to Microsoft, can we get jobs? Microsoft's like, yeah, we'll hire you all. Which would have meant that OpenAI would have been defunct of all of its brain trust. And Microsoft would have acquired all of the technology, essentially, and the personnel for pennies on the dollar. Uh, and so anybody who, who anybody else who had invested in OpenAI were all sitting down saying, like, yeah, we need to rethink about this. So they basically, OpenAI rehired him. He took his position back and said, you know what? I can't trust you, asshole. So all of you were fired. But did they all walk away with giant with golden parachutes? Uh, that I don't know because I'm not sure. Sh- I, I mean, but I'm spoiler sure. alert, yes. Yeah, I, was gonna I, say- I think it's, it's put it this way. They, they walked away with enough money to be, yeah, to be comfortable. To be- yeah, exactly. Because they were already, if they're in the position to take him out, they were already comfortable and they just oh, yeah. got more money to be more comfortable and do nothing. So, why the oh, fuck yeah. are we? I, again, I don't, I don't, I didn't shed a tear for anybody in this entire situation. <laughs> we, lost, we lost Ken. He, he's messing with the wrong people. Too many powerful I'm, people. I'm just tired. I was just frustrated. I was just went with the Swifties. All right. He's going after the Altmans. I wasn't going, I know I'm pro Swifties. Like, I'd rather, I'd, she is. I'd rather have our, our Lord and Savior Taylor Swift than the Pop Tart. Oh, or, uh, or, yay! Or AI shitty artwork. Well, I mean, uh, that's more of that's coming in our future. So uh, the worst part is that it's getting it's they're getting better about uh, it's, it's that's the worst thing is that it's getting it's learning and it's building on itself and it's 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 turning out better shitty art compositions. It's just like it's fuck. Oh, I mean, if I hate you this. notice the image that we're using, people who are only listening. There's a stick going through his hand. It looks like he's holding it, but if you zoom in, he's yeah. not holding Bob, it. Bob Ross's yeah. hand was stabbed with yeah. well, actually it was like a, a drumstick, not not even a, a paintbrush. paintbrush. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I guarantee you, if you put this through the through the system now, it'll actually be far more oh probably accurate. Which is it just it's just weird because we're not going to take our foot off the gas. Why would we? Well, this is this is what I meant about it being more pedestrian of a of a endeavor as far as ruining everyone's lives is that this is gonna get rid of a lot of middle management. No, it's not. Middle management yeah, it is, is a, it's gonna get rid of the people at the bottom. Like it's always gonna get rid of the people at the bottom. That those are the people who always oh, get no. the it'll the get rid of, like, rid of middle managers as well, but not as much as the people who do the work at themselves. Well, at some point, you will it, hire and you will hire a large language model to manage other large language models that have a more special egg. Right. My point is the snake's going to eat its own tail. My point is we're going to lose, we're going to lose five grunts and one middle manager. So it's like, yes, the middle managers feel it, but it's still going to hit the people at the bottom the hardest. And that's, that's where I'm upset. Uh, I think, I think you lose if, if we're looking at total, say there's five of five. Yeah. You lose five grunts. You're going to lose four middle managers. I, I don't think the metrics hold up to that, but uh, I'm not. I, that's that's fine. Who are the middle managers managing? You don't need five of them. Who's gonna buy anything? The, no one will have money. I mean, that's a that's hey, too. The yeah. Capitalism doesn't worry about that. It has no time for that, Pat. It's fair profits. Um, all right, I'm. I don't want to rant about this anymore. Let's move on. I, it just I'm makes tired. me sad. Just Talking me sad. about pay and people getting fired. <laughs> yeah, is that Ben Lords? Did they is get who? Do his, Ben Edlund, the creator of the tick. I, uh, I don't I, know. I, I don't know what he looks like. It could be. Or it could be a guy who just draws we had very well. Multiples on, on, on the positive side, if you are the little guy, we had multiple successful strikes this year um, for 
better wages and working conditions, et cetera, all from obviously the most covered was the actors and the writers strike. Um, but you know, there were strikes throughout Starbucks and Amazon and all over the place. So there was the, well, was it the automotive? Auto, yeah, the auto worker strike. Yeah. There were a couple of teacher ones that went, that went well. Some of them that didn't. Some nurses. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It was a big Kaiser one, wasn't there? Yeah. So, I mean, this, I think this was carryover from 2022 as well, or yes, or 20, yeah, 2022, where, uh, I think the Amazon was probably the one of the more widely known starts of this kind of thing. Where well, Jeff Bezos, is Georgia. Very, Jeff Bezos is very busy flying around in helicopters with Lauren Sanchez right now. You really don't have time to handle you. <laughs> yeah, no, he's too busy having his super mega yacht or whatever being shipped to Florida where he yeah. now lives and getting Florida. fucking slow. He is huge. He's very yeah. slow. Yeah. Uh, By the way. But, uh, a quick Google search. That is Ben Edlin, the creator of The Tick. And the, uh, he also works on Venture Brothers and a bunch of other things. He's a nice. great writer and creator. And he's awesome. And that is Ben Edlin, creator of The Tick. That's great. It makes me very happy to see that. I'm like, oh, wait, shit. They, like, Because he was, of course, he's a writer. He's part of the guild. He'd be on the, on the picket lines. But also, he's also the creator of Tick. So he could just draw the tick on his thing. Yeah. Fair pay. Like, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> well, this is also... A point in time where I found out the Fran Dresser is still alive and doing stuff. Jesus. Stuff. <laughs> hey, I'm being honest here. Okay, come on. It's did, did any of you remember Fran Dresser for the I, last 15 years? I, I had no I, idea what yeah. she was doing. No idea. I didn't I didn't know what she was what, doing. What was Fran Dresser? She wasn't alive is a well, no. is a bold statement. Did like, you over over the last 15 years? Did you have one thought about hey, what's Fran Dresser been up to? Be honest. Did I have a thought? I I have I thought about her? Yes. Have I thought? Have I thought about where she, what she's doing hold now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Does your wife know about this? Yeah, because she's a fan <laughs> of the nanny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Does she know? Does she know about you thinking yeah, about? Yeah, Jackson? I know what that's code for. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> what, what, what we do behind closed doors is none of your business. Okay. Oh, Until man. you, Every, so everybody's got a friend. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come eat yeah, some so mashed like, potatoes. Fran, Fran dresser. Really took it on the chin early in the strike and then turned it all around. And, and frankly, she took it on the chin early in the strike because, you know, the people that they were striking against control the narrative via the news. So, you know how that yeah, goes. They tried to take her down. Yeah, it's also surprising considering, like, like I think that they've talked about this on uh, with other, some of the actors, like, like, why was the strike announced by the press that it was over and not to the the strikers and also like to my knowledge i did they have a vote i still haven't heard that they had the vote just that they were like going to get a chance to have the vote i still haven't heard that they've had the vote i know that people have returned to work but why didn't we hear anything of that because because of course they would not want to talk about that they don't want to talk about the proletariat getting power they just want to talk about sag did sag did have a vote okay sag did Okay, that's good. I'm glad they got it then. But there I mean, was also it's, some it's, questions it's about Ken's point, though. Like the coverage of it just kind of faded when they were like, "Oh, they're they've come to an agreement." But it was like I think they had came yeah. to an agreement, and then the agreement was off as well. Like unless you were the higher ups, inver- well, unless you were well versed in this topic to begin with, or following it on you know whatever mm-hmm. channels or you knew people in the industry, you would have thought the f- I think a month prior to them actually making their vote or whatever that it was over with. 
yeah. and the people were going to start returning to work and their projects were already getting greenlit. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. Like there's yeah. still stuff to go and there's still things that need to be ironed out. There yeah, are still, still people who couldn't go back answer. to work. Like yeah. uh, they glossed over the entire actors thing as well. Like they were just, oh, the writers got it done. So all of Hollywood's back to go. And it's like, well, the actors are still talking like. And also all those who are, you know, background talent and their role and how AI is going to affect them. There were still big questions about that, that they didn't want to, that they weren't answering publicly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of like what, uh, this is why we struck. And now you're just like, well, we're working on it. Like, what the fuck does that mean? We're working on it. Like, give me answers. I, I'm before I vote, I want to have an answer. And they're just kind of like, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's it was well, especially because very... the the AI was one of the big sticking points for a lot of the writers in general and actors uh, because you know some of their likenesses have already been captured yeah and I think Netflix was basically pushing to be like yeah we're gonna keep that in perpetuity and do whatever we want with it and people were like and then Netflix was like oh yeah we'll pay you more for it but we're not we're not gonna remove that and actors and actresses and writers were like no that has to be curtailed somehow. Yeah, can't just let you do that because, again, the last time they had this was I don't know ten something years ago, and they couldn't have foreseen streaming taking off the way that it did. So now they have to try and you know, get ahead of what they think AI could do, or you know, uh, deep fakes or whatever that you know yeah. AI generated personalities can do. Put those guards in place now. And on that note too, where they were saying like it it doesn't just affect the the actors themselves. Like that's that's already bad enough. But if you have less background talent, that means you have less. You know, you you're paying Everything. less less everything yeah you're paying less for, for transportation you're paying less for this 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 and this they're it's, trying to eliminate jobs across the board by doing this and that's that's messed up like we need to curtail that it's a cgi problem there were so many filming locations that ceased to exist because you could just cgi and they didn't have to look that great who cares pump it out well yeah. the positive story got sad again <laughs> yeah <laughs> there we go come on people are, i mean they came to an agreement we don't know the details of said agreement, but I mean, it was yeah. enough to at least get some people back to work uh, to get the second order of effects back up and going. Like you to, to Ken's point, like, you know, transportation and production. Like, you know, you had people yeah. who just build sets who, you know, who do costume design, things like makeup artists, things like that. They were all just sitting at home, mm -hmm. you know, losing money per se or whatever, or at least having to find gig jobs and gig jobs don't you know offer the same sort of pay or benefits as a union does as far as healthcare and all these other things. So, we kind of stalled the economy, you know, outside of Hollywood itself in well, just in everybody else's da daily lives. And that was a big talking point on the local news out here in the L.A. area was they every couple days had a story of somebody screaming, the strike needs to end because my restaurant's going to close without any context to anything else or what's going on. Just like. Ooh, these bad actors and writers are striking. This guy's going to lose his restaurant. Like, yeah, well, I mean, to, to Ken's point, that was the narrative that the press was trying to sell. Because yeah. for a moment there, they were trying to turn people against the writers like they kind of did mm -hmm. back in the day as well. Uh, when this stuff goes on too long, their their natural inclination is to get defensive and be like, oh, can you believe that these, these writers are being selfish? Can you believe that these actors are being, you know, demanding yeah. more when, when they're Hollywood's just giving them the red carpet, and everything. It's like, well, no, they're yeah. not. They're not only fighting for themselves, which, granted, a lot of them are. But again, when you have people who no-name people or people who go at the very end of credits that are like, hey, they helped put together this entire location. 
they you know had scouting reports they you know they built you know they had construction workers on the set they had you know catering and all these people that have no names these are their jobs this is where they hop from job to job and they get paid well for it or paid enough uh, and they want to make sure that these continue going forward at the same levels of pay if not better because the studios are just raking it in what are you talking about they lose money all the time all the time. i mean always lose yeah money, left or right definitely was- not they're just cooking the books was what are you, the, were you the HBO guy? You're the Max guy. Was 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 Max was Max uh, cutting Batgirl this year? I'm trying to remember now. Ooh, was it 2023? That I is a good question. It's been such a. Uh, it could have so been much. actually. It could have been. Yeah, it's there's so much going on. Just, but just yeah, of course, because I mean, when you're allowed to cook the books whenever you want, be like, oh yeah, we we're gonna take a, 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 a take a hit on Batgirl, so let's just go ahead and cut it. I I'm still backing the idea that someone else put out there is that. If anything ever gets shelved or you know dumped for tax purposes, it now becomes public domain, and because at that point the public is paying for it because you're you're saying you're using it as a tax dodge. So now the pub the the people of America have paid for that movie, put it out for public public domain. That's if, and if you idea. and if you think that that's too much of a hit for you, then don't dump it. You can't you can't take it as a yeah okay then yeah you don't then release you don't, it. You don't, you, you don't get tax credit on it. You just be like okay you know what maybe we should play just go it, ahead and finish it and put it out there. Play it one time at midnight on one of the channels you own. Great, you released it. All right. I, I mean, I, that's, I, yeah. I mean, to it's kind of on a different tangent, our political system's gotten so uh, litigious. I was hoping that somebody would do this. For Batgirl, like I want them to sue that they released the Flash, which was a, an abysmal flop, oh, and that shelved was, I, Batgirl. So I'm like, I want someone to at least sue so that we can get discovery to find out how much it would have, what what would have been the price difference, how much money did they lose on the Flash because they lost a lot versus what they would have lost if they released if thinking what they would have released in Batgirl. Like they had to have numbers that were part of this discussion to be like, oh, we're going to shelve it, and those numbers have to be, you know, their their record. Like they had to have conversations about like this is the potential we're gonna lose, and I want to know what the difference is because I feel like it couldn't have been as much as they lost for for the Flash, especially for the budget they had, the reshoots, all that extra stuff, all of the you know things that went on with that entire project. Like it was just a a bad movie; it didn't do as well. And the subsequent movies have done uh, progressively worse since the release of that. You know, leading up to Aquaman. Like, how do you justify getting rid of Batgirl? And what would have you know? What literally would would it have made no? Would it have made negative money? Would it somehow made negative money? And I doubt that. Yeah, I mean it's 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 all bullshit corporate math. It's that's that's what it comes down to. I agree. Get, I just because they they were so gung ho about the Flash and like oh you know we we had to shove Batgirl because it was going to lose us a ton of money. Which is we would have been better off with the write off. But I'm like the Flash had to have lost you more than the the budget for Batgirl alone. I I really do want to know. How much good money? You're right. How much good money was thrown after bad on the Flash, where it just became all of it? No, we're going to release it. All like, of yeah. the money, every. And this every is dollar. why none <laughs> of these DC movies that have been announced are going to happen. I don't know, man. Superman's getting a lot of press these days. Yeah, 100. percent Definitely going to show up. Going to be in theaters and everything. Uh huh. They filming yet? Yeah. Uh, filming? No, not yet. Uh-huh. Oh, we cast some. Oh, oh, you cast some. Well, then, uh huh. Yeah, definitely happening. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, speaking of DC, we can get into the wide world of comics with everybody. Um, there were a lot of comics that's it's kind of you know our sort of bread and butter in this is top uh situation is podcast. 
Uh, were there any that stood out to you guys? Because I'm, I'm showing Superman on the screen right now because that's the more, one of the more recent ones I've been reading. Was there any comic series or comic characters or comic moments that stood out to you in 2023? I mean, we we talked about this a little bit earlier since we you brought up Superman. I threw a bunch of stuff, images in the chat for you for uh, <laughs> the adventures of Superman John Kent. Yes. They had Superman's son yes. essentially go on a little bit of a multiverse, a little bit of a multiverse kind of jump around mm -hmm. um it's definitely fun i'm always i mean i'm definitely one of the biggest guys who always pushes the exiles and what if so it was i always enjoy like oh hey he's gonna go to this universe and see what happens there um it was a good read it was a very good read and i recommend it it's also only six issues so it's a quick read if that's your jam um and let me think that's just on the superman tangent uh the superboy comic was good ish i i felt like i didn't get enough uh connor kent in it but we didn't get like there's that book nightwing has been great for like the last uh, 20 issues or so like it, it's it's ever since tom taylor jumped on the nightwing book has been phenomenal and i just realized i'm repping it with both the hat and the shirt so here we are um bit of a fan yeah i mean this is this is what i'm going on on the dc side of things i'm sure there's more the new which I guess we haven't had as we've had some, but just we finally um, got a little bit of the Energon universe with Void Rivals, Transformers, and then just this last month in 2023 we got Duke, which is the GI Joe piece, which has been good. Um, it's another title that I've enjoyed. I'm trying to go through my head. Oh, super, uh, She Hulk, both the the start of the Rainbow Run on into the new Sensational She Hulk, still by the same writer. Uh, but now I'm jumping over to Marvel, which I know we have some thoughts on Marvel. Spider-Man has been through some stuff. There's interesting points I like, and then other ones where I'm like, okay, like this is just this is just editorial doing their thing. I like certain points of it all. Yeah. Okay. I've been you? I've been pretty eccentric this year, mostly because just the sheer volume of X-Men books. It's almost impossible to read anything else if you have limited time. Mostly, I'm just sad because the whole uh, Krakoan age is coming to an end. And uh, frankly, I have no interest in going back to a school. Callie? Callie? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no interest in going back to the status quo before. And this will probably be every couple of years. I'll, I'll write a story to the end. Like a big one like this. I think the last time I did it was with the Secret Wars in 2015. And then I'll step away and take a break until something catches my eyes. So this is probably going to be a step away moment. I'll catch up on older stuff I was previously interested in, but kind of the week to week grind. Something's going to have to catch my eye again because this is like, yeah, this was a good run, but I'm not. I'm not going to follow down the back to the 90s X Men status quo. I'm good. Yeah, free um... agent comic creators. I'm going to start with the X-Men stuff and come back to Superman because you drew me into X-Men stuff last year before last, I think it was. Mm -hmm. um, and the Krakoa era stuff is is really good. Uh, it's just there's a lot. There's so many books. Uh, and I'm impressed, by the way, that Hickman and co. kind of managed all these separate books, tying in a lot of the story stuff. Because usually you get like X-Men doing something and then you get like a Wolverine solo that has nothing to do with anything. You're like, where is he doing all of this stuff when he's part of the X-Men? Like, it makes no sense. But they've tied a lot of that into it very well. Because I think most of half of his run, most of his run is just him dealing with Beast and the X-Force stuff. Yes. Uh, a lot so, of that is 
least. Well, they they had the ex office to kind of establish that, and I think it really helped them. And after Hickman left, it still allowed all of the writers to coordinate and and build off each other, as opposed to like just kind of screwing around in their own uh, playpens, as it were. Yeah. So I've I'm keeping up with it, trying to. It's been expensive. It's been you know it's been a trudge, uh, but it's I mean I've enjoyed the story. It's like to to your point, it's been at a at a kind of a fever pitch and there will be a a valley to follow i assume uh but i've i've actually started because of the way that they wrote this and because it's so expensive i've started following other x-men characters i normally wouldn't have bothered with or you know given any time to so i i'm looking forward to how they wrap this up uh they did it they, just put this way they involved mr sinister in when i'm mostly annoyed with him and i've been both a fan and hated him in the series probably equally but they've at least made him interesting to me to uh, uh beyond this comic i've always known him as the guy who messed with gambit and that's my only reference to him oh he messes with the summers that's that's basically the only thing i knew about him oh didn't really but isn't me. that the same thing oh <laughs> yeah if you were to follow some threads on reddit i suppose uh but his brother Exactly. Uh, but I, I really got into this, this Dawn of, I think it's Dawn of DC, right? Uh, line of Yeah, action. Dawn of DC is the new, one of their current uh, brands? Brand. Yeah, I guess more brand, of a brand. Because yeah. they've rebirthed and, yeah, I guess the best way to put it. But it's, it, I mean, I say it only to, to have it as the kind of subhead for this version of Superman in the action comics. Because when people go to look for action comics, Superman, if you're, you're listening to us and wanted to reference, they'd get a whole bunch of older Superman. But if you had that Donner DC, it's the, that brand of the newish version. And uh, beyond the artwork, which I think is amazing, the story has been very interesting. Uh, without any, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but uh, to some arguments Ken and I have had in the past about the versions of Superman, this is a very old school, fun uh, Superman, and uh, it's a very traditional Lex. Uh, the things that they do kind of change are the positions for Lois and his rogues gallery, I think is probably the, one of the things I thought needed an update and gets a very good one in this version. Like uh, his his version of Parasite and kind of what happens is very good. Uh, Livewires, you know, she's very funny and wittier than she's been before. Uh, the relationship that, you know, uh Olsen has with some other various characters the superman core in general and to give him this family this extended family that he can call upon when situations need to be escalated because usually i always find myself when i read superman comics when things need to get escalated they were just like oh we'll just give him another power or we'll kill somebody else and that's the, the that's how you escalate a superman's story because he was the only he was the lone hero in that story uh now when it's like <laughs> all right you know things are getting out of hand you can call upon his son uh his cousin his the twins i think it is as well and some other people kind of son yeah <laughs> his clone uh, exactly he can call upon all of these people to kind of and they're all they all the black different... dude who likes armor who's not at all related to him but just like a friend but, but it's like, like maybe a, good a friend. spiritual successor <laughs> it's hammer time he can and his niece who's people. also not yeah I don't understand uh, why there's anything bad happening here. If there's so many Supermen running around now, this should just be 24-7 coverage. Well, and I, the, 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 go ahead. 
I was gonna say, uh, I know I don't mean to step on your toes here too, but also I forgot like because we've just had so much come out every year. My Adventures with Superman was a great animated series that is so much fun, and I highly recommend it. You've got a good, a great cast. It's great animation. Like I'm, I, I'm so happy to see this show, and I like. There's other DC movies that like used to be such a high bar, and for the animated stuff, and they're just like not hidden for me but this this animated series was great my adventures of superman check it out on max max watch yeah. it before max removes it pretty much yeah yeah God, i want to got... i want a blu-ray of it now with like commentaries yeah. i oh you know 2024 is the return of physical media watch people start buying shit up again because they start realizing like oh you know what this shit's disappearing let's do this as, as best buy gets rid of their dvd sections yeah i mean that, that's why you still have amazon you go over to Amazon uh, and Target, I think, are like the last bastions. Yeah, maybe Barnes and Noble. Yeah, oh, Barnes yeah. and Noble's still kicking them. The, they, they, love it, a, it, they love a Criterion collection. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, buy a board game and go get a DVD. You're fine. Or Blu-ray. I second Ken's recommendation. That that show caught me caught me by surprise. I thought by the artwork <clears> it was going to be as campy anime as it looked from some of the artwork, and it's not. It's it, they do again a, an amazing job with his rogues gallery of. of enemies they call back to some ones that are kind of far-fetched with the, the i forget the name of the smart gorilla and his partner or whatnot but oh they, Monsieur they, Mala. yeah Monsieur Mala. and they and they give you story in each episode that makes you care about both superman and lois and jimmy but the villains themselves as well because and they also refer to them in in future or past episodes so that it's like it's a living universe. It isn't just like yeah, a one there's shot. a continuity. It's not just a one yeah. shot. I mean, it is it is one shot to a degree, but it's also there's still an over overarching story that's still going to build to something. Yes. Okay. Very good. So I'd recommend that. Um, what was the next topic we got? <laughs> uh, what's the next slide? Surprise, surprise. I old mean, now we're doing old stuff. But now we're moving towards this is what does the future hold in the year the, the future can <laughs> there you go. Do you want to start us off again because people can't see this? So for those who are listening at home, not part of our audio live studio audience, which catch us live on twitch.tv slash tangential giants, I believe. Yeah. Um you can also and find on us on YouTube, YouTube as well. Also on live. YouTube. Um, and we'll be eventually be on Instagram yeah. and live as well. Or X, whatever they're calling it these days. No, just called put it. it if, if you're gonna say X, be just like X. Don't give it to you. Don't give it to you. Like, that makes it, it makes it too cool. It makes it too cool. Okay, just keep calling it. That's why we call I, it. I, yeah, I like actually calling it X, formerly known as Twitter, because that's like the the worst possible branding they can have. Yeah. Where it's like I'm using your stupid name, but I still have to reference the old better name so people don't forget. It. Good old Elon dumpster fire. Uh um but yeah so we are also kind of discussing what we're looking forward to most in 2024 and it's hard to say like what else is on my mind except for the recently moved up uh ghostbusters frozen empire and i am i am so excited for this because i'm a ghostbusters fan i've talked about it before in the podcast it was one of my favorite like cartoons as a kid also the movies were great but the cartoon is what like kind of embedded it in my soul and how much the the afterlife movie hit home for me and I loved it. And I am looking forward to this movie so much. And it's, there's aspects that they've already let it snow in the press that they're going to be it. Cause I mentioned it to friends, like right off the bat, it felt very kind of like, um, uh, 
like bad guy of the week kind of like more of like the ghostbusters the real ghostbusters and then they mentioned like that's kind of that's some of their inspiration i'm like well yeah it, it's right there on the page like you can see it like it's gonna be it's gonna be that and so i am looking forward to it and i know that they've bringing back the majority of the actors from the last movie so that's good um i'm also on board for the toys and for proton packs and just all kinds of stuff like that for those watching you get you've got podcasts there next to his mentor Ray stance we have the new character landfield i can't I'm, I'm messing up his name i think but it's i can't remember what his name is but you also have lucky as well as the older brother wolf gang from something from stranger things i just realized in the background oh using, uh, what do you call it yeah slime throwers vigo yeah. yeah. you're like the buzzing of flies doing <laughs> but yeah like there's also if you notice too like the engineer patch on lucky's uh, flight suit is a gear so it's like that's part of the engineering team i'm guessing and yep. i love that she's also got a black jumpsuit so it's like th again that kind of real ghostbusters like oh people can have different colors than just that just that old uh, classic tan but mm -hmm. i'm on board for all that stuff because i loved the multicolor suits that we got from the real ghostbusters plus all the fright features and all the random stuff we got from the toys and cartoons i'm on board so i'm very happy to, to see what comes next i'm looking forward to march this is probably the biggest thing I could say right now because it's the closest. Like I've been like, oh, this movie's gonna come out at the end of the year. But like, all right, it's so far away. I'm not. I can't. I'm not excited for that Trevor. now. His I'm, name is Trevor. Trevor, there you go. Just saw it in the package. Sure, it is. There you go. Yeah. You literally could have said any name. Wolfhard. That's all. That's that's all. Yep. That's it's, his name. There you go, Jai Courtney. That's it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, yeah, and it's like I'm, I'm looking forward to so much of this. This is probably my this is my you know lock of the week or but yeah, <laughs> lock of the year of the week. <laughs> what about um, you, Pat? Um, couple different things. I think I'm gonna focus on movie. I mean, obviously, number one with a bullet on my list, Madam Web. You know, he was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. So just. <laughs> Not, not, not even point in talking about it. Just looks so so like a movie that Sony would make. Um, <laughs> other than that, Dune two, very excited to see that. Uh, I very much enjoyed that uh, the original, the first book in the series. It gets a little wonky for me after that. There is a new Alien movie coming out, Alien Romulus. I love the Alien franchise. Wait, I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. it's part of the Prometheus in mind, right? Mm -hmm. It uh, kind of yeah. I don't actually think. I don't think Ridley Scott's directing, but I think he's producing. So, right. um, wait, it's a Hulu her... original. I think. It's I mean, it's be... coming out in theaters too, I believe. But what? Like yeah, Prey? It... Wow! Um, wow! Probably wow. on the comic book movie side. I'm probably most looking forward to Deadpool three. Frankly, be most. I'm just really interested to see. It's kind of like what? What are you gonna do? you're here now marvel you have to incorporate this this is kind of your moment to give us maybe what we didn't get in multiverse of madness but let's see what you got go ahead i'm i'm on board with that as well i'm just it's it's one of the things where it's like it's still so nebulous because i think they're still shooting right now so mm -hmm. it's kind of like i I'll, I'll get excited when i get when we get closer and but I'm, I'm with you on that like that's definitely one where it's like I, I it's like Ryan Reynolds saying like, you know, please don't share spoilers because it's I he wants people to enjoy it in the theater. It's like 
that's fine. But also, like, I'm I'm less engaged then, which is fine too, because I I don't need to buy a ticket yet, so you don't need to sell me on it. I'm also I'm already going to be buying a ticket and going watching it, so that's fine. Like, just I, I, I'll yeah. be happy when it, when I get to see it in theaters. Um, things I'm concerned about. Well, number one, oh, the other one in terms of that I just found out about tonight. They're making a part two to Twister, evidently, and uh, they you know. They're going to be in it for the science. They're not going to be in it for the money. So I can't wait. Um, <laughs> have a lot of concerns about a couple movies like Gladiator 2. Don't know what we're doing there. Seems like a what bad the, idea. Uh, just going to roll with that, like a I bad guess. Idea? Gladiator not 2, great. new batch? Uh, I can only it, hope. It ends the only way it can end. Spoiler yeah, alert with, for a 30-year-old movie. With a hook for a sequel. Stupid. Duh. It didn't. It really didn't. It did, though. Don't you remember just... when, like, at the end, it's like his eyes opened on that new uh, added scene they added after the fact? Did they just splice in scenes from Noah? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what I got. Kareem, what about you? Um, As far as movies are concerned, I'm looking forward to the next Planet of the Apes installment. Uh, I've, I've liked the more recent in, uh, versions, not the Mark Wahlberg ones, but the, I guess, Franco ones, but he's kind of gone away in those. So he anyway, like they, have a, <laughs> they got a new one. Uh, Furiosa, the trailer really got to me. I mean, I liked the character from uh, the the previous Mad Max movie. Uh, I'm interested. In uh, but, but the question is, the question is, will you not be entertained? As Fernando in chat says, that's the... That's a takeaway. <laughs> Thank you, Fernando. Can we get a highlight I, on that, please? We get a, I think oh. I think I think I will be entertained by this there whatever whatever version of Gladiator. Because it is it isn't even like he slept with somebody and now there's this kid, right? Like he didn't sleep with anybody. He just No, I think they're following uh what the the Commodus' sister's kid, who is actually Maximus's kid, but we just don't talk about it. Oh, is that? Oh, that okay. dumbass kid. Oh, no. Because there was, I, well, I think so. It was so unclear. Like, I thought it was an incestuous kid, but it wasn't clear. It Look, what does the story need it to be? <laughs> I, yeah, that's, that's, that's very fair, too. Like, what are they? What's like, it's apparently. But I feel like know, he would have maybe he gotten killed once, like, the government was overthrown. Now, that, what's well, they would have known. They thought it was Bill Paxton's kid. And so they made Twister 2, the Electric Boogaloo. Jeez. See? And he, they, they, it's a cross. Called Synergy. <laughs> they are making a Venom 3 movie, I think it's supposed to be released this year. Of or... fucking course. Oh, so, yeah, so the Sony universe is going to expand. We got Craven the Hunter as well, which I think <laughs> already has a trailer. Oh, boy. On a side note, like a, this is maybe something we should I should have talked back about what happened in the past. In 2023, we got the release of Spider-Man 2, the game on PlayStation 5. That thing's that thing's great. It's another great game. And like, we, like we, blueprints for their slate of movies that they want to make, but not as good. Like their 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 movies will be crap. That game was good, and they they can't make it work out. Sad. We did biff it on the video game end of this with you know. Baldur's Gate and Tears of the Kingdom, and yeah, we just uh, we didn't do a great job there, so we're just gonna no, no, it's just yeah, gloss over, gloss yeah. over, keep it moving. Gotta wrap uh, this up, guys. That's available on our Patreon. That's because yeah. Sony had no part in that, they just kind of gave Insomnia or uh, what do you call it some money and said, Hey, 
Yeah. You do what you do. And they're like, you know what? We're going to make a great game. And they're like, all right, fine. We're going to push it once it's made. That's cool. Could you put Jared Leto in the game somewhere? Jared Leto in the game somewhere. Just and they're like, we need a Morbius mission. No, but just like uh, across the Spider-Verse, we'll just go ahead and work on our own. And then we'll give you a better product for you staying out of our way. And they did. And yeah. cool, 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 cool. Where is Tom Hardy in this, though? Where is we need he? a Tom Hardy mission, not not a Venom mission. We need a Tom Hardy mission. Tom Hardy, yeah. like where he has to go get the script for Venom Three. His, <laughs> his, his assistant called out, so he has to go get it. A it's, lot, of, it's, a lot of sneaking around by Tom Hardy. It's yeah. it's in the bottom of a lobster tank, and he has to get inside that lobster tank and just yeah. hang out with lobsters. Because did you ever play Metal Gear Solid like that? Give me boxes. I need lots and lots box. of boxes. Yeah. Okay, but you guys are acknowledging that they do have stealth missions where you play as Mary Jane. And yes, so I, I those... heard that was controversial for some some players. Isn't the same? It was happening in the first one too. They can suck it, it back. People didn't have patience for that. They're like, I, I need more more sausage in my uh, my soup. Apparently, they're just like, I'll feed her less Mary Jane. There you go. Uh, and the last one I, I was interested in seeing, and I, I was about to get to, is I want to see. And just for the, the sheer reaction from a particular set of people, the Civil War movie. Let me know if you want to try anything on. Are you guys aware there's like a pretty huge Civil War going on all across America? We just try to stay out with what we see on the news. Seems like it's for the best. Because I feel like a, a lot of people are going to go see it and not expect it to end the way that it does. Oh, yeah. I mean, the people, it'll be very much similar to the Barbie kind of thing where it's like some of them, they're just expecting one movie and they're like, oh, we have to reevaluate ourselves. Go fuck yourself. How dare you, Barbie? This is is a good, I know I like what we're doing here. What can Civil War come out with at the same time? Despicable Me 4. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap them up. (laughs) Perfect. Because you can actually have the, the little, the little minions. Running around yeah. helping with the Civil War because that's what they do. The, the Despicable War is that what we're going to call it. Oh, he got taken out. It happened. Oh, <laughs> the Despicable Me crowd came for him. They always do. The Grooves running around, <laughs> poking me, staring me with their weird eyes. But yeah, I, dolls I, eyes. I was I was interested in seeing that. I think Jesse. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and share that. <laughs> Fernando, in the we chat, pickle me, the Fernando's rise of fascism. Just, just no, not we're, we're not talking about the 2024 election. That's, I mean, we kind but of the movie's are. coming out. That's that's, and, 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 that's the point of the movie. Is that's the thing? Is it's oh, we are so fucked. Uh, it is very interesting because, like I said, I, I, there there's a certain faction of people in the U.S. that want this, and they're going to go and be like, "This is not how I dreamt it was going to be." Well, they're already. Off on the wrong foot since Texas and California are the two are two of the states that left. Texas and Florida, wasn't it? They're the only two. Oh, no, California Texas left California. California. And Texas Florida and California was, Florida was are the two. No, in the movie that we're no, discussing, they, it's Texas they got and California rid of Florida. That secede. It's different. No, they didn't get rid of I'm because you and I had this discussion. Florida is one of the one of the states that they were talking about. And that's where we're like, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. I I I, I remember in the trailer, they only had, they only mentioned that, that California and Texas are the ones that, that seceded from the union, but then also we're driving across the fucking country to get like, which make it's there's, it doesn't make, but like, yeah, I didn't remember Florida being okay. in the discussion because no, there's a Florida Alliance. There's there also 
Um, Washington, Montana, Georgia, Louisiana, and Minnesota. Minnesota. There oh, we go. So I'm just really curious what what, what happened? happened there. The Dakotas got the angry. That went. Like where Montana and Washington went. You know what? Yeah, let's both go. This is fine. <laughs> and it was the minions. It probably was. I'm we're, we're going to blow up the moon. <laughs> but yeah, I just like I said, I I, I like Kristen Dunst. I, I've I've come around to her, especially after watching her in Fargo and some other things. Since uh, I used to be a Kristen Dunst hater, and maybe that was it's, you know, I residuals think from did, from Spider Man. Yeah, it's the thing of like you. Did, they did too many bad projects that made you go like, wait, why? Why are like you? Your their performances weren't up to snuff, and so now you're like, what are they doing here? What do they do deserve to be here? It's like. Well, the performances weren't great, but how much of that was them versus the script? Yeah. And so you're like, okay, like that's where that kind of they've lost your faith in them as an actor, which that's on them, that's on their managers, that's on a number of things. And how fair is that is another question. But some people might start a podcast saying, like, let's get rid of Margot Robbie. We got too much Margot Robbie when she's doing everything she can to be good. And you're just like, too much of this Margot. She I'm was on the brink, to... damn it! And to, and to deny that is a is a foolish gesture. You you know it. You you can fill in your bones. She was she was doing project after project, and they were like, eh, "This is this is costing us money." She's not what you thought. She's not a, a return on investment that she, we thought she was going to be. I'm uh, not saying was, that. Other people say the, were saying that she was not on the brink. That that movie did not have her. And unless I mean, are you talking about Brink, like the roller skating movie from Disney, or like what was? What do you mean she was on the brink? I don't, I don't remember her in that She's movie. The brink of becoming, going from uh... what Hollywood thought was an A lister to a C plus lister. Very quickly. I mean, I, I thought I thought she always brought it when she had a good opportunity to bring it, but not always given the best scripts. I wasn't ready to. I oh, wasn't no, pulling I... out my tiki torch. Again, that's that's to our our discussion of you know uh, having picked the wrong series. I'm not saying that there was any question about her particular acting, but when you bill her as like this is going to be the person who does who brings in the draw, and then they consecutively don't do it. At some point, you stop casting them and you stop billing them as like this is the draw, and they become bit players. They become people who are in the, I don't know. Stanley Tucci. Not not everyone can be can be Steve Gutenberg, okay? Like that's that's a very specific <laughs> level of of actor, and you you give them their due when it's time, okay? I'm just saying you 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 don't you don't get the Leonardo DiCaprio of uh, treatment. You get the Stanley Tucci treatment. I mean, like, oh, he's he in makes, this, awesome. But he's not oh, he's not we, the reason why we're going to see the movie. Those are two very different types of like those, but those are both positive. See, just because and again, like, I wasn't it, saying it was it, a negative for her. I'm saying she would have gone from Leonardo DiCaprio to Stanley Tucci. I think you were saying that she's going to go from Leonardo DiCaprio to, to Steve Gutenberg. That's what I think you were saying back during that podcast. No. Stanley Tucci still brings in like, hey, guys. It's no, Tucci. he doesn't. The Tucci he Tucci. loves Italy. He loves Italy. Stanley Tucci Watch is a fan him base, love he's Italy. Not, he's never your lead. He's, he's always the lead in my heart. I don't know why. He's, he's the lead on Tucci. that show, Stanley Tucci Loves Italy. There you go. Whatever it's called lead there i mean fair enough is that a tv show yes yeah get out of here pat okay <laughs> <laughs> and wrap it up with our last story which is the one we started with wasn't it 
I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, That's right. You're looking at it. Students. That's the last image you're going to see tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Have nightmares. Yeah. Go ahead and describe what so, we're looking at, Pat. Oh all right. Um, so sports ball was happening in December. All of the college football bowl games were occurring. And one of the new bowl games was the Pop-Tart Bowl, sponsored by Pop-Tarts. Um, they created a giant Pop-Tart mascot that ran around the field, was having fun, living life and loving everything. And at the end of the game, they had a giant toaster that they put the giant Pop-Tart mascot in and shot out a cooked Pop-Tart that all of the players ate. This was a 10-minute affair between him going to the top of the toaster to every player on the field having a piece of him. There are like 100 players on a college football team. It was a ritual sacrifice. It's like we were watching the Wicker Man. Yeah, and the image we're looking at right now is a skinned Pop-Tart, ladies and gentlemen. Can can we, Kareem, can you show us the end image like after after the damage is done? You mean after the food is I, I, I can see if I can yeah. grab it for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's in our chat. It, it it is there. Oh, it's in the chat. Okay, give me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you'll you'll see it. You can't miss it because it it's it's as a uh, Ken had said previously, it's very a uh, very uh Hellraiser uh Game of Ram Game of Thrones Bolton vibe to it. Yeah, they skinned him alive. It's it's this is it's, I, <laughs> I'm so right. puzzled by the idea of like this is what marketing team said we are going to pay them to they got We're... more free publicity it's not free though 2 hours it's not free it's they paid for it it's paid okay publicity. they did it did not cost as much as nearly as much as any sort of um any sort of like commercial campaign or anything else would have cost they, they, <laughs> it's a one time they... cost to sponsor a bowl game I mean, that's fair. I just, I, I mean, did Orville Redenbacher ever do a similar thing where they they serve popcorn to everyone at the popcorn bowl? Like there that seems like a is better an like, Idaho potatoes bowl. We, but, so we're back to mashed bowl. potatoes. Is that what you're telling me? Is we're no, back no, to mashed potatoes? A, all right. and we ever leave? All right. I want to get a chili baked potato with cheddar this cheese. Is, we're about to. You don't get any of that shit. You get a dead pop tart, buddy. So, oh God. You get the corpse of a dead pop tart. Look at him. Look at it's him. It's like strawberry and they left, death. They, and they left one oh. eye just for just to keep that yeah. image in your head. Sleep with they one left eye one open. Eye. <laughs> um, Hugging Ken, your pillow I'm tight. You, I'm going to give you the names internet. of some of these uh, bowls, okay? The Bahamas Bowl, which was temporarily, temporarily this year renamed the Famous Toastery Bowl. The Frisco Bowl. The Boca Raton Bowl, the Armed Forces Bowl, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I'm the I'm on board with the bowl. Potato Bowl. Like we we've already clarified that. Like why Duke's again, Mayo Bowl, <laughs> the Pinstripe Bowl, our favorite, the Pop Tarts Bowl, oh. the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Yeah, I mean, now, we. The question I, is, why is not the we cereal bowl? Every, why is that not the cereal bowl? Why haven't we the Tony the Tiger cereal bowl? all of these it's and perfect. then killed them at the end of each game? That's what we will do next year. You understand what it's like? I, I want to see. I want to see surviving the game, but with Tony the Tiger at the end of the, at the end of this bowl this, game, where they hunt him down. A, you don't eat the tiger. You eat the delicious cereal, and that's no, why it's called the Tony the Tiger cereal. Going to be eating the tiger. 
Is the hey, is oh. it called the Frosted Flakes Bowl or the Tony the Tiger Bowl? It's he's hosting it, okay? He's is, the what mascot. is it called? If it's he's a mascot, he's getting eaten. There, there is a decent chance we are gonna have a toaster strudel because of this next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. What was the other I mean, bowl game that tried this? Toaster pastry. But they didn't they didn't they didn't have the balls to kill their mascot. There's something that came out like th- four days, five days later, or something like that. They oh. had a, a very similar mascot that was like an edible. I'm, t- I'm taking. A, I'm looking. But what they didn't the have C- the balls to kill theirs. The CBD gummy bowl. Like what? Are, what are we talking about here? Something. It was something of. The, it was a, of a pop tart type type of nature. It was something food related. Cheese it was cheese it one of them. Yeah, it could have been the cheese it bowl. You're right. It was the cheese it bowl. He is correct. I, Here's the thing. I actually heard about the cheese it one. I saw images and from And you didn't that. hear about the Pop-Tart one. I didn't hear about the Pop-Tart at all. I am so far it, out of sports. I missed this completely until you two thrust it upon me. But it wasn't called. It preceded the, called the, 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 the cheese it one. Exactly. And that's why the cheese it one got penetration into the nerd. But the cheese it one was sacrificed. It was a chicken. It was a coward. It's a chicken. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know cheese it citrus bowl. That's why. Because right. I when I think cheese it's I think citrus. Don't don't you squirt orange juice all over your cheese it's so can I'm not eating right. there are some bowls <laughs> that have a long-standing tradition, like the citrus bowl has existed a long time, and new sponsors come in. This is why what was originally the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, which makes a lot of sense, is yeah. now. I have to look this up. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I don't know off top. It is now the VRBO Fiesta Bowl, which does not oh, the verb. Oh, God. Yeah, I would have rather it be called the Slim Jim Bowl. Like, at what point is, like, is, uh, oh, what's his name? Damn it. Uh, Lamar Williams is going to come out and be like, it's the BMO Bowl. Is it Lamar? <laughs> it is Lamar, right? The BMO what Bowl? You see, if BMO, you were... that new, from the, it, it's a thing. I, I can't even. It's a thing. If you would like to see what end stage capitalism looks like, watch college football bowl games. That, yeah, you're, you're just watching, look at the picture man. we have on you're screen. That is literally yeah, what end stage right capitalism looks like. There it is. A skin pop tart with an eyeball. Damn shame what they did to that dog. That's what we're all rushing towards. Again, I want to see the it's death Lamar of the and Morris. Who I was thinking of? Sorry, carry okay. on. Gotcha. Oh, you mean from a uh, new girl, right? Yeah, and he yeah. he does he's doing the BMO commercials. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, yeah, and there's like a BMO stadium already too. And I'm like, really? Like you just showed up and you already bought a stadium? I mean, given hey, they just what like, was the cryptocurrency that over... took over a staple center that is now defunct? The Do- Dogecoin? I don't know. I no, it was crypto. Yeah, it's crypto. Wait, it was like legit crypto, like the dog crypto. No. Like, was that the mascot? I would, like, no, I mean, they can no, pivot like, right now and say that. Yeah, they they have to. I don't think they can pay their bills anymore. Exactly. And Warner Brothers is willing to sell, so they're like, here, go ahead and yeah, use crypto. It's fine. Oh my yeah. goodness! So that that is what we're looking forward to, and that is what we were left with at the end of the last year. This is now. I would like this to be a yearly tradition. I want a half an hour quick episode where we just go through the. I don't. I just want to go through the names of the bowl games with Ken to ask him what he thinks is actually happening here. Why? Just they're so badly named. That's my biggest thing. Like, pull your head out of your bum. Or perfectly Dukes. named. For Duke's Mayo Bowl, they dump mayo on the winners at the end. Is that what they did? On the coach. I think they need to change it up and have an anthropomorphized jar of uh, mayo run around and then fall. Um, shatter on the field. Break. <laughs> they they break the anthropomorphized mayo. I, uh, why can I not say that? They already have. 
Yeah, but I want it to break. I want all of these mascots to die at the end of the game. That 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 is that's why I'm watching the games. Uh, not that their brain is that strong anymore, but how is there not a Kool Aid Bowl like that? Like and just Mr. Kool Aid going, "Oh yeah!" on the field. Like that's do that. Then have yeah. it fall together. All over After the this, I have Even a feeling we will see it. Bust through a wall. I'm, I'm a Trojans like... fan, but when we do the end of uh, the the Iliad, when we have him being dragged around on the field by his horse, come on, <laughs> all you mascots die. Yeah, no, the, the mayo bowl ends, they dump a tub of mayo on the winning coach. Well, That's no, disgusting. then you just do the, the, the Trojan condom bowl, just Trojan man. Like, you just, just go ahead and go all out. Why not? Like, let's just, just get that mascot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And the condom kids. breaks at the end. <laughs> I was gonna say, exactly. would you have do you have kids run out of the hall out of the hallway now? Just like ah, for some reason, the condom, the giant condom still goes into a toaster though, and the kids come out. <laughs> like you still everything, use everything a goes into a toaster. Everything we're doing. Oh my god! Thanks for joining us, everybody. We hope <laughs> that you've enjoyed the show as much as Thank we've you. enjoyed making it. Follow Go us on Patreon. They died for your sin. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get vaccinated, folks. It's not fun. Fair enough. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>